Stephen Kruertes on SAFM. Okay, what for you is the story of the week? What's caught your attention? What for you matters? What happened to you this week? 086-000-2032. So much to talk about this morning. Let's go to Elberton. Is it Jovan or Julian? Hi. Hi, it's Jovan. Jovan, good morning. Go for it. Good morning, Stephen, and all the listeners. All right, so climate change. Um, I've been following this thing for a very long time, and they're saying how carbon is so bad for the whole world, but we are a carbon-based being. We can't survive without carbon. Sure. And and I know they're trying to push this zero carbon uh, onto the whole world because they are effectively, effectively creating a social credit score where they want to penalize us when we buy uh, meat or eggs or chocolate or chips or smokes or anything that contributes to climate change. Uh, this system's active in China right now, and it's called the social credit score. So it's, it, they say if we use batteries and solar panels mm-hmm. that this is going to solve our problem, but manufacturing these batteries elicits so much more toxic chemicals into the environment, and it will effectively make us dependent on different countries to buy solar panels and batteries and so they want to move us away from our coal which keeps us independent we, we don't need other countries to uh, provide us energy we have our own energy now they're trying to say that the, the the coal is dirty and we're poisoning our environment which is not true the batteries is going to poison the environment a hundred times more than coal no i don't i don't think there's scientific evidence to say the batteries will be worse than coal the fact is that just hold on once the once the battery is manufactured it's manufactured finished and clear when it comes to massive amounts of toxic uh chemicals get released in the environment while uh sure but but coal but coal is but coal just goes on and on and on polluting the environment i mean look at the look so the batteries as well but the the problem yeah is yeah, this is going to be a conversation. We do have to actually listen to each other. I hope you don't mind me saying so. Okay, I'll listen to you. Okay. In Mpumalanga, in the areas around those coal-fired power stations, life expectancy is several years lower because of the coal-fired power stations. Surely we have to listen to that. No, I won't contribute that to coal. That could be chemicals in the tap water, chemicals in the food, because everything is chemicals. Even your bath soap has radioactive toxic chemicals, and we're bathing in this. That, that chemical spills into the... Body, and that's what okay, so, so hold on, Javan. Um, you're saying that the evidence that shows that people who live around the power stations have a lower life expectancy, it's not the coal-fired power stations, it's just a coincidence? Yeah, no, it's chemicals in all the products, food, water, bath soaps. Uh, baby injections, there's a okay. lot of debate behind the amount of chemicals. But the thing is, uh, look around the power coal stations. The trees are growing bigger and greener, and the trees convert carbon into oxygen. If you get rid of carbon, we'll have less oxygen. All right, Javan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it there. I don't, think, I don't think we're quite on the same page. Uh, let's go to Sorete in Limpopo. Sorete, these two children in Soweto, hey? Yes. In, Rock, in Rocklands, yeah. Rockville, sorry. Yes. You know what? Um, I'm just worried, man. You know um, what? What? What is contributing to this thing? Is this a South African immigrant or migrant or whatever you call it? Policy. You know, in a country where having a lot of immigrants, a lot of illegal people, but I don't think you can tie the deaths of two children to to migrants before there's even I been a political invest, a police investigation. I know you are going to say that, but I was just going to say, please uh, understand me. I'm not saying it is them. But I want to give example to say, let's imagine, let's let's think. I mean, let's 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 just take it that uh, it is 
an illegal, uh, illegal person or illegal migrant who has mutilated those people. Let's just take it like that for a moment. That person will not be found because he does not have any place. That is why I'm saying these, these illegal migrants are contributing. I'm not saying they are the, the, the sole cause. Mm. I'm saying they are contributing. Because if you have people in the country whom you don't know, and they know you don't know, right? And then they commit something, a criminal uh, offense. How, how are you going to arrest them? You won't arrest them. And sometimes they committed that offense and leave the country, go back to their country. Sure, but I mean, I mean, I don't think if they're South African, we're going to find them either, Soretze. Yeah, I know, but at least in, in, if they're South African, sometimes we do find them. We yeah. do find them in most cases. Yeah. Yes, All we right. do find them. I mean, look, yeah. I mean, I, 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 okay. I mean, I, I've let you speak. Um, let's go to Prudence in Tswane. Prudence, hi. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, I'm well. Go for it. I'm so excited about this uh, NGO cutting of funds. Oh, yeah? I happen to be one of the students who volunteered as part of my training program. So I have been exposed to a lot of NGO work. And I don't understand why the government it keeps cutting the budget because the NGOs, they are very important when it comes to service delivery of social services. Mm-hmm. And it's just to make an example for you, if like um, children, they stay longer in schools because of the impact the NGOs are making in, the, in communities. Because most of them, they are located within the communities. Children are able to access those services directly. They don't even need transport to understand mm, that. Mm. And, for example, they will, they, they, they will, the department will allocate less than 100 rand for daily meals for a month. That's not even realistic mm. because when kids come to NGOs or offices, they are given food, meals. Sometimes it's breakfast and lunch, sometimes and supper. Hundred rand doesn't even cover a day meal, but they will allocate hundred rand for the whole month, which mm. doesn't make sense. Mm. You understand? And I understand that it's not uh, by force for the government to give the NGO money, but it is their responsibility to to address the social services. So NGOs, they exist because the department has been failing to address those services. Mm. So Prudence, I mean, I suppose at the same time, the department will say that it's got to look at whether it's getting value for money. It's also got to have a policy decision about maybe trying to combat unemployment, for example, and look at other NGOs. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in that space. That's the thing, Stephen, man. These people, they, it's them, they don't conduct in inspections. If you check the whole year, if, like, they usually have their annual, uh, their annual month is March, right? Mm. They will just give an organization money and not conduct. You will never see them unless it's time for the submission for a report. All right, Prudence, thank you. On the line from Tswane, I'm sure not the only one very worried about that. Lots of people worried about that. 086-000-2032, what happened to you this week? A boy to Mello in Elberton, hi. says here you want to talk about racism. Yes, uh, Stephen, you know my, my our daughter was subjected to racism and discrimination at the under-17 school netball trials last week at Gore School, uh, Florida. Inside the court, my daughter had to speak in Afrikaans because the girls that she was speaking with, they cannot hear her. They cannot speak English. And two, 
Now, uh, uh, inside the court, she, they don't give her the ball. They only pass the ball among themselves as Africaners. The, the selectors were all white people, and I raised the matter with the chairperson who downplayed the matter. And all they could say is that they were apology, accept our apology. It, and, and my daughter was not selected because she was discriminated. And this is unacceptable when we are about to host the World Cup. It's yes. unacceptable. So hold on, Boiti Mello, just explain it. So so she was so she was playing in trial. So she was playing with people she doesn't normally play with, right? Yes. And then the team that she was playing on, she was told to speak in Afrikaans. Because major the girls, the girls African speak Afrikaans. Yes. But and I would have thought surely your daughter wasn't the only black person in that team. I mean, that's astonishing. There were only no, no. There were only two black girls, and the majority mm. were white girls, were African-speaking girls. Yeah. So obviously, they can't. They said they can't hear English, so she has to speak in Afrikaans, which is unacceptable. Yeah. Which, which is really and now, now we are sitting here like, why in this era when we are just about to celebrate 27 years in mm. democracy, and we still our girls are still subjected to this? My daughter yeah. was born in 2000. She doesn't know anything about apartheid, but she mm. has to be subjected to that in this era. No, boy, tomorrow, I'm really sorry. She must have been so upset. Ah. We are as, as a family. Yeah. So you, you went to that person in charge there. Have you spoken to Netball SA at all? I mean, they're the ones who, who also manage, the, I presume, the schools tournaments, the, 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 the tournaments for teenage people? I have, I have I've WhatsApped this to the president of Netball. Yeah. You could see on WhatsApp that she has read it. She, has she hasn't not replied. Anything. She has not replied. She has just kept quiet. I've, I've WhatsApped the matter with the premier of, mm. of, of Gauteng, Banyaza Lisuki. Uh, no reply. You know, so mm. nobody's replying. Mm. So, mm. yeah. So, mm. as parents, we're saying it cannot be. Um, you know? All right. Poetumelo, let's see if we're able to keep your number. Look, you know me, I'm not going to make any promises because so many different things happen. But I do find that um, distressing that that happened. That's not right. Um, let's see. And let's see if someone else phones in as well. Poetumelo and Elberton, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for your daughter. She must have been very upset. If, if anyone else was involved in the netball trials and saw that um, and saw what happened and maybe you, you had a similar experience or a different experience to Poetumelo's daughter, please, 86 Kato uh, on the line from Lumpopo, hitmen, assassins. Yer, Stephen, how are you? Yeah, I'm well, Kato. Yer, go for it. Yer, Stephen, <laughs> um, the, yes. the hitmen from, from jail coming back and committing crime and going back. The hitmen yes, from where? From where? From jail. Which hitmen from jail? No, no, I'm referring to Tabo Besta and the sense of me was saying, and obviously it's a trend. Okay. All right. So, okay. so it has proven us to say, these guys that they blame foreigners to say they commit crimes and they don't see their DNA and stuff like that, maybe, maybe, mm. the, the very same people that committed crimes are in jail, coming back, commit death, and go back. Yeah. Yeah. So and I mean, they're being released by someone, right? They're being released, they're being released to do this, right? To do the job. Sure. I mean, my uncle has been made at Dinimashala, so oh, no. Uh, no one has been arrested. So, the Mbumalanga thing, the Mbombela speaker. Mm. Mm. So, personally. Oh, Mbate. Personally, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, Katu, um, yeah. From personal level. Yeah. Sure, so, Katu. So, yeah. So, the system is broken, man. Yeah, no, I think I think so. All right, Katu. Thank you, in Limpopo. I mean, you know, the idea of people being released from prison to commit a murder and then coming back. I mean, if you had committed a murder for money, why would you go back? I mean, unless you've been given a really good deal, 
or unless you're scared of something. I mean, it's just it's it's amazing the sort of stuff that we get, uh, isn't it? Um, let's go to Sabata in KwaZulu Natal. Sabata, hi. Uh, the situation it, um, playing out in Tswane right now. These refugees that are being moved, or well, they say they're refugees. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, Stephen. And uh, no, these refugees, uh, they are tearing our police. And they are forcing the police hand to act, and they're using their children as human shields. The human rights, the the EFF, uh, even yourself are not much uh, are silent about this. They are forcing the police, and once the police act, you you they have a lot to say criticizing the police. And it, what's funny, these people they ran away from their countries, mm. and then once they are here in South Africa, they grow uh, balls and spine now. They are willing to 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 die. Some they even said that they are willing to die. We suddenly that they fail to do it home, and then uh, it become our problem, which is which is not fair to to the country. Mm. You see, and uh, another issue that I want to raise is the issue of um, our justice system and, and the constitution. The constitution, I always say when I call here, that it was supposed to be interim. It was supposed to be reviewed maybe after some years. It is not working for the cards. But Sabata, where does the idea of it being reviewed come from? I haven't heard that before. Where was the, Where is this idea that it would be reviewed? That's why the whole thing, the constitution, remember, Stephen, it was taking us from an old dispensation to a new. So you cannot just uh, make it permanent. It's just it's supposed to have well, an interim constitution. Let us let you see how things. No, are but Sabata, Sabata, let's look at the history. There was an interim constitution, and it was in place for several years. And then the national this constitution was signed into law uh, by Nelson Mandela in 1996. In 1996, Sabata, I'll tell you how I know I was there. And that was the okay. perm- that was the constitution. It, it, Parliament can okay. change it, but there was no idea of changing okay. a big thing. Yeah. Uh, you, you may be right there, Stephen, but the Constitution, just because it was signed by Mandela, doesn't make it sacrosanct. We no, sure, we can it. change it. It's, it, yeah. it's not working for the country. How do you keep someone who has a nerve to kill a five-year-old kid? How do you keep that, keep that person alive? Oh, no, what, is there to no. Rehabili- what is there to rehabilitate? And the next thing, people like you and the academics that you bring to the... To, to the studio, will argue, will argue, and put their friends in English and in human. Look what has happened. Is that, is that thing human? What has happened to that kid? How do you keep men like that alive? Uh-huh. It's not working. But the first thing you must inquire from the people, give people platform, not the academics. The academics without your respect, they are educated, but they are removed from the sure. on the ground. But Sabata, we've seen we, position of comfort. Yeah. Come on, Stephen, man. It, it cannot always work like that. If right. it's not, when I, even you yourself, you, are, you, you don't witness things personally. You only read about it or hear about it. No, you, sure. You but, on the ground, you express it. Yeah. But, you supposed to have but Sabata, let me tell you this right now. Bringing back the death penalty will not stop the murder rate. I'll tell you that right mm-hmm. now. It won't. Listen, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Listen, Stephen. We want the death penalty back have a suitable punishment if, if, if it deters yeah. or not uh, that's an extended benefit no. we don't care if it deters or not as long as, as a suitable punishment period no Sabata alright Sabata I'm going to leave it there I'm sorry but it won't I mean the rate of detection in this country is 20% that's the problem the problem is there Tabo on the line from Kronstadt hi hi uh, Stephen uh, you know Stephen a uh, lot of things said for mine what I'm going to say is a uh, you know, telling a story to say South Africa is a failed state, uh, Stephen. 
look what is happening around the, the whole country. I'm listening, I'm holding for a long time now. Mm. Everything is being said that uh, South Africa is in a failed state. Can you see what is happening? 20, they say how many 26,000 children at uh, 10 to 19 years have children there in KZN. People are, so yesterday, four is being shot dead in KZN all over South Africa. I think President Ramaphosa mm. must resign because South Africa is a failed is a telling story what I'm saying. South Africa is a failed state, even that is what I wanted to say. All right, no, Tabo and Krinstadt. I mean, I know that the, the idea of us as a failed state and people are very upset about, about what's going on. I understand that. I mean, so am I. Don't think that I'm not. I don't know. I, don't, I do know that bringing back capital punishment won't change it. That I know. I think it'll just make it worse, frankly. SAFM. Guiding you through the rush hour traffic. It uh, stays heavy on the M1 through Midrand. It's a uh, crash just around New Road, just past New Road. The uh, traffic backlogging through uh, Olifant's Fontaine Road and back towards uh, Sam Rand. If you're just about to leave Pretoria on route to Joburg, that is heavy this morning. A uh, truck crash that we told you about earlier and suggested there would be recovery and disruption. That recovery is underway now uh, between Swinburne and Harry Smith. Full road closure. So uh, motorist truck is all being stacked up pretty much halfway between Swinburne and, uh, and Harry Smith. Lengthy queues building up through there. Uh, down into Durban, we've had a uh, stationary vehicle in the roadworks this morning between Kormashu and Gateway. Uh, regular occurrence, there's only one lane open. The N2 North is backlogging uh, almost towards a Queen Nundy Drive, so that's heavy. And Cape Down, the closure of a Baden-Powell Drive still in place between Capricorn Circle on the Musenberg side and Strandfontein Road on the Mitchell Plain Strandfontein side. Very heavy pressure around Strandfontein as motorists divert that side. And then, of course, all the Musenberg traffic having to uh, go up and get caught up in that uh, uh, roadworks and sewer collapse situation in retreat areas. So a lot of traffic pressure, uh, retreat in Grassy Park on that to divert as well. Rob Byrne, SAFM Traffic. Stephen Kruitis on SAFM. What for you is the big story of the week? 086-000-2032. So much to sort of talk about really uh, with this, isn't there? And so many different issues, of course. Taki on the line from Limpopo. Hi, it says here you want to talk about uh, Snooki Zakalala, the uh, head of the oh, ANC yeah. Veterans, uh, um, what do I call them, league, trust oh, team, oh, something. Yeah. Pretty much, Stephen. Good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Stephen. Um, I think we need to explore the idea behind what Zikalala has, has, has actually put in the space of debate. You mean the DA and, and the and ANC I, working together? Yes, yes. I, I just wonder, for me, there is so much substance to what he said. And, and what I wonder is, have we really uh, interrogated him so much to understand why he's saying that hmm. but for me it's like this this working together the anc and the da may stabilize coalition yeah I, I'm, I'm looking at it given that already um the da has declared animosity with 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 the eff and and looking at these other parties i do not see their contribution in terms of material difference that they make in the in the in the politic of of this country so if however there is an issue which he, he indicated that some sort of a condition he said as long as the da gives up the the, the racism issue i don't yeah. know what Deal, that de- i think he said with. deals with racism yeah yeah I, I mean the thing is i know people say an anc and eff coalition would be difficult but i think an anc and da coalition might be difficult too for lots of reasons well, 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 there's no coalition which can be smooth right, uh, Stephen. They yeah. just have to work out on how they, they go about in the interest of the public. Because 
we are tired of this Iran's behavior of politi- political organizations. I mean, the next thing you wake up, the mayor is removed and all of these things. Mm. So, so these two parties, they have the majority. So if they can really see this picture and, and compromise certain things and, and come to the center and try to work out an agreement, it can be well for, for the interest sure. of this country for, for sustainable service delivery. That's what I think. And maybe it's even the last one. You should perhaps explore this with the experts to, to hear what do they say about mm. it because it might really help this country moving forward. We are tired about this, this uh, what sure. you call un, un, unpredictable behavior of, of smaller parties. All right, Takin Lumpopo, thank you. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we've looked at things like that before. Uh, Katie in the Northern Cape, hi, the refugees issue. Morning, Stephen, and the listeners. Yes, you are right, Stephen. The, the, this constitution was accepted as the supreme law of South Africa in 1996 by Nelson Mandela. Everybody clapped hands and mutilated. Yep. So now when things are not easy, you don't say, no, now let's amend it. Because, you see, once you start to play around amending the Constitution. You must also know that the Constitution also can be amended by the majority of people in this country who are Christians to make South Africa a Christian country. Also, the Constitution can be amended to take away gender rights and Mm. other rights. Mm. So you don't just, because you are unhappy about it, which is uh, is accepted, now you you start to feel like, no, let's amend this and that. Lastly, Stephen, these refugees who are there are not there because they chose to be there. Let's remember, mm. these refugees were violated. They did not write this constitution. They are not the ones who said South Africa is the sweetest democracy and that mm. South Africa is applied to UN principles. They are there because South Africans violated their rights and they felt that they are not safe. Let's not forget that. I hadn't thought of it like that, KD, but yes, I think you're probably right. They came here and then they ended up where they are in Swane because of the way they were treated. So, yeah, sure, I hadn't thought of it like that. All right, KD in the Northern Cape, lots of different ways that this can go. Mbona and Mahakeng, hi. You want to talk about the NPA and President Ramaphosa? Yes, good morning. Go for it, Mbona. You see, in the in a, in a section of Constitution, yeah, yeah. 84, it gives a, a president powers and the decision that you can make. Mm-hmm. And if you go to section 179, it gives uh, NPA powers in the decision that they can make as well. Yeah. So if you check all these two decisions regarding to the investors that came from the United Arab Emirates, there's there's no any outcry that we must make towards that because they already decided what they must do. I'm not sure so I follow. Us, I'm not sure I follow you, Mbona. Yeah, agree. Agree. We we are now ex, uh, criticizing to say why these people are coming here with a special this and that. Mm. But there's a decision that is made by the president, and there's a decision that made by NPA towards the Guptas. Because if you go to the section of the Constitution, it's saying the NPA has, has powers to institute criminal procedures, proceedings yeah. on behalf of the state. Anyway, if they want to to go for the case against Guptas wherever they are, they can do that be, without bringing them here. No, they can't, Mbona. They have to bring them here. They can't. 
No, how can they? What? What can they go to the UAE and, and institute proceedings there? They can't. They have to do it here. The, the case but has to happen here. But you, you read section one seventy nine two. What it says. But Mbona, imagine powers to do that. No, they can't. They can't go to another country. Another country's not going to let them in to prosecute someone. That's not going to happen. We wouldn't let someone else prosecute someone here. No, there they can go as a people who are opening cases against them in that country. No, Mbona, it doesn't work like that. They broke the law here. They must be tried here. That's how it works. Is that how it works? Yes. So, right. since, the, since the president is going to meet another president, can't they discuss about that? I would think they should, and I think they could, and I don't see any reason why they don't. All right, Mbosa and King, thank you, Mbona. Um, I, I don't think our president is meeting the head of the UAE, though, as far as I know, it's a private visit. All right, it's been um, a week, so, you know, a busy, busy time. Anyway, we will see you on Monday. Looking forward to it already, actually. Because it's been quite a fun week in a strange, sort of, a slightly difficult way. But from Zoma Stanza Banyana, Mdu, myself, look after yourself. Have a good weekend. Please do take care, won't you? You with SFM leading the conversation nine o'clock.